in this, the third of our Lenten reflections, on the way with Jesus according to Luke's Gospel, we find ourselves towards the end of Luke chapter 12 and the beginning of Luke chapter 13. Luke tells us in this section of his Gospel that there were large crowds travelling with Jesus as he was on the way to Jerusalem. We read of that in verse 29 of chapter 11, verse 1 of chapter 12, and verse 54 in chapter in the same chapter, chapter 12. For look, the presence of crowds following Jesus is usually a warning sign. A sign that Jesus is going to say something hard. There's going to be some tough talk. For Jesus didn't want easy followers. He wasn't taken in by the superficial adulation of the crowds. No, he wanted disciples following him. And the root of disciple is discipline. People who are prepared for hard work, hard sayings, hard times, because of their allegiance to Jesus. Like In some sense, the people who go to gyms to do the hard yards of working out towards fitness and health. It takes discipline. We are then in this part of Luke's Gospel. In the middle of four chapters, chapters 11 through to chapter 14, that deal with the unbelief, resistance of God's own people to his son, to Jesus, and to his teaching. So, turning to the crowds, Jesus hits them with tough talk. And in particular, to the sense of urgency that they need to feel. First, there is the urgency of understanding. We read in verse 54 of chapter 12. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say at once, a shower is coming, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? According to Jesus, God's people, Israel, are not seeing things properly. When it comes to weather lore, Jesus says they often get things right. Clouds from the west, from the Mediterranean Sea, are a sign of rain and showers. Whereas winds from the south, from the Arabian desert, often bring soaring temperatures. And Jesus calls the crowds hypocrites. That's pretty strong language. It's tough talk. Hypocrites are play acting, playing a part, following him, yes, but not getting him, as we would say, not understanding what God is doing in Christ in their present time. Jesus appeals for an urgent understanding. Next, Jesus speaks of the urgency of repentance. We read from the beginning of chapter 13, there were some present at that very time who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, 
Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, that unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tar in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, unless you repent, you will likewise perish. Some of the crowd raised an atrocity involving Galileans like Jesus himself. Pilate, the Roman governor, had killed them during one of the Jewish festivals. Here, Luke uses graphic language. He mingled their blood with the sacrifices of the temple. This was an outrage to Jewish people, a gross injustice. And Jesus didn't take the bait. Instead, he moves in another direction. Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? Or what about the people who were the victims of a tower falling in Jerusalem? Were they worse offenders than everyone else in Jerusalem? No, Jesus insists. I tell you, unless you repent, you will all perish as well. Instead of joining the chorus of railing against the unfairness of life, the taking of life by a ruthless Roman governor, or an accident, a toppling of the tar in Siloam in Jerusalem. For many then, as now, life is unfair. And into that, Jesus stresses the urgency of repentance. That is, turning from self and turning to God who we have all offended by ignoring him, by distancing ourselves from him, by disobeying him, by, as someone has said, spitting in his face. We have all offended God. And if we do not repent, Jesus says, we will perish in his judgment of fallen sinful humanity. There is an urgency of repentance. And lastly, in these verses, Jesus presses home the urgency of opportunity. He tells the crowd a parable, the parable of the fig tree in verses 6 and 7 of chapter 13. It reads, and he told them this parable, a man had a fig tree planted in the vineyard, and he came to seek fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put in manure. Then, if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. The fig tree in this story, this parable of Jesus, represents God's people Israel. And the point Jesus makes in the telling of this story is that the opportunity for God's people is fading fast. They're on borrowed time. The axe stands ready to fell 
the unfruitful tree. Because of their resistance, rejection and hostility towards him, God's swift judgment is going to fall on his own people like an axe to a tree. That's tough talk. God's people need to repent. The trouble, one commentator has observed, is not that Galilean blood or falling tars, but their own blindness to their own need. And the time for repentance is running out. And so it is for us all. Urgency is the order of our day. Urgency to stop the barbaric assault on the Ukrainian people and to help those caught up in the horror of war. Urgency to vaccinate the world against the COVID pandemic, which has not gone away. Urgency to reduce carbon emissions, which are asphyxiating the earth and choking the life of the planet. According to Jesus, the creator and redeemer of the world, our greatest urgency is to repent, to acknowledge our culpability before God and to seek his mercy and pardon before it is too late and we perish, perish the song.